so epic sounding. It really is good. I love it. Welcome to Center of Infinity. This is EK the DJ alongside Miss Courtney. Hello. And we are here to talk to you about the weird. We are. Um, we have a guest this week. We do have a guest this week. We have uh, he's, yeah, Sean he, he's Bennett. He's so quick to be so loud on the mic any other time <laughs> he's here. We mentioned we have, we both look at him. We both say we have a guest this week. We both look at him. He just sly smile. <laughs> no comment. Just, just grinning ear to ear. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, his mic's not, not on. Ah, oh, oh, shit. We didn't fucked up already. <laughs> See that? Look at that. They're trying to fuck up my return to radio already. Look, so <laughs> look, I, look, I had to, I had, I had to just shoot the look because I was waiting for my grand introduction as my return to radio, baby. Like, but you give your, you always introduce yourself. Would you like? Right. Would like? Do I have to do my own introduction? <laughs> Don't, you you always your introduce yourself. <sighs> when have you not given your own introduction? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Center of Infinity. My name is Sean Bennett. I am a guest on this show. Right here to my left, we have EK, the motherfucking DJ. Over to my right, we have C, Money, and her immaculate tits, Courtney. Oh, boy. Yeah. Hi, uh, <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> I'm very happy for those of you who are uh, listeners of the plank. You know, told you we were taking some time, get ready for this whole uh, iTunes and Google and all these. We got big things coming, and we're back. And I decided to stop by the Center of Infinity to touch EK on the butt, and uh, you know, say hi to Courtney. What's up? He had consent. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. Am I like too close to the mic? No. Okay. If, if you think you're too loud, that means your headphones are too loud. Oh. Okay, that's better. You're right. EK's always right. I, I, what the? <laughs> get off your phone. <laughs> All right. That's so just like ringtone or something. On the center just of infinity tonight. Silent. Yeah. You know, I always forget <laughs> to do that with my phone too, and it's terrible because we've been doing this for so long, and I yeah. always forget to put my phone on. But I've been using this. I want to tell you guys about this awesome uh, app that I started using called uh, I I F T T T. Uh huh. Uh, which is pretty much if this then that. Oh. And it basically it takes parameters. It does exactly what it describes. If if this situation, then this situation. Uh -huh. So when I plug my phone in, it automatically turns the ringer all the way up. Yeah. So you know, because my phone is back in my room where I right. have it plugged in on the charger. Sweet. So if I'm in the living room, I don't I don't think. Oh, let me take my phone off, vibrate while I put it in the charger. Fucking, I need that. So so it's called IFTTT. It's a free app. It's, yeah. Uh, it's on the Google Play Store. It's also available for um, uh, iOS. And from what I understand, it's 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 super. It connects with all kinds of crap. It connects. What else with does you. it do? Um, if you have like the Philips Hue light bulbs, the smart mm -hmm. light bulbs, you can be like, okay, turn the lights blue when it starts raining outside. And you can connect it to weather underground. Mm -hmm. So if who, who if buy smart light bulbs, if w I have smart light bulbs all in my house right now. Oh, <laughs> I mean that's brilliant, EK. If I if I went in the living room and say, hey hey, uh, turn the lights off, it, they'll all just go off. <gasps> I want that. It's it's super awesome. And like, very what convenient. else do you have to do? What do you mean? You just the light bulb stuff does that, or do you have to hook it up? Something? Just no, I just I, I plug it in. I I link it to the app, and then I then I link the app to my Google Play, my little Google device, and then I just say, hey Google, and do this, and it does oh, it. I need I it. I need it. smart light bulbs. You can just walk in your house and just say everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At when, I'm, so when, when, I'm lay, when I'm laying when I'm laying down good. in bed, when I'm laying down in bed, I could just like <laughs> dim the lights to ten percent. Where do you get smart light bulbs? You can get them at Walmart now. Really? Yeah. What? Going to Walmart tonight. 
So jelly. I like the finer things. I'm saying uh. the smart. I, I smart. <laughs> I, it cost me. I think to do to do all. I have done every room but the studio. And, mm-hmm. the, and the reason I haven't done the studio is because I don't want the lights being messed with. Somebody would say something stupid, right? And, and, they'd and all the lights go be off. all good. It right. would be me. <laughs> and, but uh, what in my whole house, like yeah. to do all my rooms, it was like 150 bucks, I think, for oh, all for good. all the bulbs and the little hub and and the yeah. That's good. Do you? But do you have a pop socket on your phone? I do. I I do. <laughs> What what is that on the back of it? It's uh I got a I don't know what powerhouse gaming is, but uh my mom went somewhere and brought a powerhouse gaming a handful of these powerhouse gaming pop sockets <laughs> back. Um but but what's cool I was about just it like oh no what's you cool came about it is, with the millennials. No, but it, I can like click I can <laughs> I can like hang it on sh- any fucking thing because of this <laughs> this stupid little pop socket. It's actually really convenient. Okay. Cause it just latches onto stuff. All right. Like on my shopping cart, I just I got boom. You. Okay. This is on the spider. Here, balance there. Dude. Well, Pox, pop yeah. socketed. <laughs> so yeah, that's about six minutes of your life that you're never gonna get back. Welcome to Center of Infinity. <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk tonight about the Montauk Project. Yes. Uh, well, actually, I shouldn't say the Montauk Project. Um, what's the proper Montauk? Uh, Conspiracy. Conspiracy. Yeah, um, that's probably better. Because there's 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 verifiable information about this, and then there's obviously the conspiracy, and you know the whole uh, Stranger Things is loosely based on some of these stories. Loosely. So it, it's kind of kind of cool to talk about that. Guess I should go watch Stranger Things. Uh, you I should. It's super so. fun. It's super fun. I personally have never seen it. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> The look. I wish. I wish the listeners could see the look you're giving her right now. That's I'm the, so disappointed. The massive disappointment. I think we talked about this. I was like, watch at least an episode. Never been good at doing homework. One episode. <laughs> what? Never mind. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me, please. That Kardashians did not fill your eye holes at some point in time. Oh in my sp- god! I totally watched the Kardashians I'm last so mad. night. I'm so mad at you right now. <laughs> I'm so mad at you right now. I you had time for Kim, but you did not have time to to to, to watch one episode of Stranger Things for me. Damn you! Sorry. And the Kardashians and their hold on the population. I know. I'm gonna. We're gonna there will it's be a Car- we'll, there will be a Kardashians conspiracy episode. There's one coming. I'm sure. There are secret codes in Kanye's album. There was already some kind of weird conspiracy about OJ and he was like, "Hit the poop at the pop at the pop, chop at the cock, cop at the pop." For real, for real. He, those were real words in his album. What is that? What happened? That's code for something. He was given a message to the Illuminati. To the Illuminati, or I think he got kicked out of the Illuminati. The, I don't know to the aliens because I know he got kicked out of the Illuminati for bringing denim back. That's what he got kicked out of the Illuminati. I know, for. like uh, apparently Jay Z and Beyonce are like high ranking in the Illuminati, and like I know Jay Z like had to put him on blast. Like, who you think you're talking to? Mm. Get out of the Illuminati. Well, you know that's that's something we're definitely gonna have to dive into in a future episode. The Illuminati, yeah, because there's definitely a lot of pop culture tethers to illuminati yeah for sure but that's another night's show indeed this evening we're going to talk about the montauk project which is uh an alleged series of secret united states government projects that were conducted at camp hero or montauk air force 
uh, station in Montauk, Long Island, uh, which uh, the purpose of which was developing psychological warfare techniques uh, and exotic research, including time travel. Yes. Which is super exciting. Super. And like, I, I'm, I'm <coughs> like the fact that that scientists were like, no, we think we might be able to figure this out. Like that to me is just freaking awesome. Like scientists were like, yeah, yeah, we can, we got this. We, I think we, no, we can, we can figure this out. We got this. Yeah. And I'm, I'm with it. You're with it. Keep figuring out. Keep trying. Science. <laughs> Science. Okay. So did you want to read the, uh, did you want to read the definition of the Montauk project or would you like for me to do such? Uh, why don't you go ahead and read the definition okay. this time? So the Montauk project is an alleged series. Oh, that's what of... I just read. Oh, I just I, did I just literally read that. said definition. Okay, cool. So fifteen things. <laughs> I didn't realize that was the definition. Fifteen eerie facts and theories about the Montauk project and Camp Hero. Have you ever heard of that? Camp Hero is uh what it was called, right? The Air Force Base. Yeah. Okay. I gotta bring my monitor closer because I can't see the words. So, as far as government cover-ups go, the Montauk Project may be the most well-guarded secret government projects that ever existed. The Montauk Experiment is basically the Area 51 of New England, and the stories and projects of time travel experiments, the use of alien technology, the the research of telekinesis, and managed both enthrall and terrify conspiracy theorists since the government shut down Ro- the Roswell of the North experiments in the early The 80s. king in the north. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. We're talking about Game of Thrones. I, I, was ta- I was watching this Game of Thrones thing right before we went mm-hmm. live. Winter is not coming. Um, another year. Um, so <laughs> That's aggravating. The time travel research program uh, crosses over with multiple alleged secret government programs, including the Philadelphia Experiment, where an entire battleship was supposed to have disappeared from uh, the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard in 1943. So we've been working on this for a while. Yes. Um, so this is a very real feeling conspiracy theory, and that's what makes it so much fun. Um, and the fact that they made that hit series about it makes it fun and 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 you kind of you kind of make it sparks interest in it again so people are people are looking back into it and digging stuff up and it's it, you know we might find some we might find some interesting things here yes um so about montauk um it's not a town it's technically a hamlet uh which is a community that's smaller than a town uh or a village um or one that doesn't have a church i didn't know that did you know that I did not. They call the Hamlet if you don't have a church. Mm. So I'm gonna start a Hamlet. I'm gonna start a Hamlet too. That's a good. That's that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Like I can gather a group of people that don't, and and not have a church, and it's smaller than a village. And I already not, have followers. Not have a church. I'm saying we could not. We I mean. Don't drink the Kool Aid. Oh, snap. Um, you're right. That would be a cult. Damn it. <laughs> uh, damn. Okay. So the most recognizable piece of the the whole site is the radar tower which is uh it's 120 feet 70 ton dish 
uh, which, you know, it's kind of banged up since the area was donated to the state as a federal park. Right. Um, but they be- it was believed that the dish uh, transmitted radio signals from 425 to 450 megahertz range in order to penetrate human consciousness, making a person susceptible to mind control. Hmm. How nuts is that? 425 to 450. Now I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go over here uh, on my on my studio PC and mm-hmm. and shrink some windows for a moment because I have this handy dandy little chart that shows me the frequencies. <laughs> And 425 to 450 megahertz. I was just about to ask, can we test that? Oh. That's like that's like do- oh, right in the middle I of the frequency range it. from what I can see. <laughs> what? I thought you were like gonna do it. I was like, what? No, I, don't, I was just I was just looking at a it. chart to find oh. out where in the frequency chart it was. And it's like four four twenty-five is like but like, how do they? Does it say like what things? Like what things make a sound like that? It's just a it's a it's a range. I mean, like lots of things, lots of audio uh, uh, like occurs in that range. Okay. Like most audio occurs in that range, which is really strange. Like, I guess if you if you limited your transmission to just that frequency range. Uh-huh. And isolated it to just that frequency range. Maybe we'll have to do some experiments here in the studio. Yeah, that would be great. It says that it makes a person susceptible to mind control. I'm so like, absolutely what, uh, willing to volunteer. Interesting. You want to volunteer? Hell yeah. Uh, this is the no, no. This is not happening. No, <laughs> <laughs> this is not happening because this is how that movie uh, Get Out. <laughs> this is how that started. <laughs> Nope. Well, he didn't volunteer. What? No, white people experimenting on black people is not going to go down under my watch. <laughs> nope. All right. Well, I can think of some people that I like to mind control into walking off a bridge. So, like, oh. <laughs> well, now now we're especially not doing <laughs> uh, like lemmings. You want to kill yourself? So this this whole pro- <laughs> this this whole project might have spun off. From a CIA assassination program. By the way, we're getting our story from Ranker.com tonight. By the way, uh, this is this yeah. is this is what this article's from, and all, all of our articles once again will be posted on our landing page, uh, which goes up after the show. Um, but yeah, so while the U.S. government supposedly had been researching psychological warfare, invisibility, teleportation before they moved to Montauk, the project really didn't get any steam until 1971, um, when the researchers moved into the base. Um, to begin, what was it, Phoenix 2, uh, with a group of military scientists, government workers, uh, and a, bu- a bunch of contractors. Um, and there were obviously people in the military that were there and, and people that had worked you know, with the radar system through the 60s um, were put on this project. Hmm. Uh, apparently, it ended in a disastrous experiment in 1982, um, that connected the researchers of Montauk with uh, researchers on the USS Eldridge some 40 years prior. But we'll get more into that a little later. Yeah. The base was underground, literally. If you're thinking that the government kept their super secret time travel portal underground because they didn't want people seeing it, seeing what they were up to, no. you're wrong. Um, according to Preston Nichols, a scientist who worked at Montauk, 
the portal had to be built underground because of construction issues. And they probably didn't want people knowing what they were up to. Um, Nichols explained they had trouble building this above ground because when they started to test above ground, the fields from transmitting equipment were so strong, they had to locate it low enough below the ground and that there would be a neutral point between the fields of equipment. Also, they wanted to make it big enough. I think it was 250 feet. Um, This one was 10 foot. I think the one we had at Montauk was 250 feet to 300 feet, something like that. Of course, above ground, um, there would have been certain construction problems with making the thing above. But below ground, sorry, this is like a quote from this guy. It's a really long quote. Yeah. Too. Um, below ground, that where they have the undergrounders make making holes in the floor. I think he needs help. Um, floor and pass the pipe wires through the floor and the. Th- he is very descriptive. Jesus, yeah. this is so unnecessary, dude. And the thing up, you don't have to worry. The wind's going. The wind's going to blow it down, and this sort of thing. It, some of that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> it was very detailed. Right. It was like overly detailed. So my problem. So 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 my problem is in my in my experience, um, with conspiracies, lies, etc. Um, things that are over overly detailed normally tend out be not true okay so after reading this the 13th time i think i understand what (laughs) i I think i understand what he's trying to say so to create the field of effect Mm -hmm. the the area was too tall and they wouldn't have to worry about the wind knocking the structure down if they built it underground okay to create a field of effect okay well there you have it um, researchers researchers discovered that they could use radar for mood alteration and thought control. Hey, so like if you blast signals into somebody's brain, you might be able to affect them. Oh, well, uh, yeah, it sounds sounds feasible, jerks. Well, yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> like it's like any other form of sound waves or uh, um, mental manipulation. Like you know, if somebody's freaking you know blasting Justin Bieber in my ear for mm-hmm. six freaking you know hours, I'm gonna be homicidal. <laughs> like it's gonna happen. Now I get to listen to some smooth, like you know, Whitney Houston or something for six hours or whatever. I'm probably gonna be in a really calm state, maybe hyper emotional, shed some tears, perhaps. So, have you ever have you ever seen Josie and the Pussycats? Of course, subliminal messaging. Yeah. <laughs> orange is the new, orange is the new black. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. I guess that's a less dated reference. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait. What did I just miss? But I don't watch Orange is the New Black, so. Um, in in the made for if the, the live action yeah. movie, Josie and the Pussycats that came out. Because I've the, seen the cartoon. In okay. The live action movie that came out in like the two, early 2000s. Yeah. Um, there was a underlying message of subliminal advertising in records, record sales. Um, so like, it was like, pink is the new, pink is the new red. And yeah. And there was, and this, it was there like, was this... buy Nike shocks. Right. And, and so it was all like under the music. Yeah. Okay. So, and then <laughs> I made a reference to orange is the new black, which was just a sideways reference to that scene in the movie where they say, oh, well pink is the new red. Yeah. 
Got it. So now I have to go watch that. Damn there movie. were double references there. <laughs> reference, there was a reference to Orange is the New Black. Which I'm like a season and a half behind. And, oh. and then there was also a reference to the Josie and the Pussycats. They stopped movie. giving what's her name with the big butt a lot of screen time. And I started losing interest. Thing. Oh. Losing interest. Like, just, mm. Mm. Yeah. I only saw a couple episodes and I was like, no, nope, can't conspiracy. do it. So this is this is one of my favorite parts of the Montauk. Uh, the tell me about it. The experiments that they did. So uh, in '73, the researchers were testing whether or not they could alter the thoughts of larger groups of people at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they initially experimented on soldiers who believed they were at the base for uh, uh, research and development and stuff like that before. Um, oh, I'm sorry, rest and relaxation before moving on to civilians and. On in Long Island, uh, New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. There's no record of what was done to citizens of those states specifically, but this wouldn't be the first time that the U.S. government performed tests on civilians without their knowledge. Um, hmm. But yeah, so this is a big freaking satellite, and they're testing frequencies and they're pointing it at like large populations and in, in like New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. It's like the armpit of the country, guys. Right. So I feel like it's kind of similar to, um, have you ever read any of the articles on the experiments that they do with like pumping smells into the air? I've driven through New Jersey. (laughs) That's where I'm from. I know what it smells like. Right. But I mean like. It's terrible. Just in general. If if there are some places, um, I don't want to, I don't want to crap on New Jersey. There are some, I do. There are some. There are some <laughs> places that are very nice and very, very clean, and 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 then there are some places that are absolutely horrible, just like in any other state. I've but only been a, in like one place but, in Jersey. But there is a specific stench that comes from, from from the darkest areas of New Jersey that could only be influenced by the Jersey Devil itself. It is a horrific, <laughs> a horrific stink. I remember leaving Atlantic City hungover one one evening, one morning. I don't mm-hmm. remember. I was hungover. Uh, but I remember, and I remember rolling down the window to get a breath of fresh mm. air. And then, and then an evil reached inside of my throat and pulled out the rest of the hangover from my insides. <laughs> it was, uh, it was, it was what happened. It was, it was horrific. You just was, immediately projectile vomited it, it everywhere. It was immediate. There was no hesitation. It was window down. <laughs> <laughs> It was the, hey, that's a good way to like it was the feel better quicker. <laughs> so yeah, smells terrible. Um, All of Jersey stinks. Continue. So I'm just I'm just wondering if there's not this this residual vomit on uh, command uh, frequency being broadcast, making you smell horrible smells. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Montauk chair made spontaneous object creation possible. Now, what the hell does that mean? Um, so this, uh, one of the, one of the people, one of the, one of the psychic researchers, Duncan Cameron was, was trying to create solid objects by telekinesis. Um, because there was this Montauk chair that would increase psychic energy. Um, so the idea was he would visualize a thing, um, and materialize it somewhere on the base. Um, depending on the amount of power he drew from the chair, he could make permanent objects only like limited by what he could think of. But if he had a weak signal, some of the things would just like remain like intangible or like shadow things. 
I don't think that's true. Why? Well, the, the, the whole the whole idea of this show is things that are <laughs> probably maybe not true or like it's a theory. It's well, no, I understand. I'm just look. So there's a lot of things that you guys. You can't just say I don't think that's true. You have to you have to elaborate. That's the point. Okay, so <laughs> for that particular thing, um, the the Montauk chair. Here's why I don't think that's true. Because if somebody sat me in a chair and told me that this chair, like you know, anything that create anything I thought about, you know, I'm only limited by the power of my mind. Uh huh. I mean, homicide rates going up, Godzilla, King Kong, maybe even a world explosion, like. Think about the standard human being. And I don't mean like, oh, I'm going to say this. Like, that's why that's going to happen. But like, as soon as somebody tells you, oh, man, anything you think about is going to happen, you're immediately going to think about that thing you don't want to think about. Or your brain is going to go, God, what's the worst possible thing that I can think about right now? And then boom. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that would probably be me. Hot naked old ladies. Like, something. It's like <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So I'm skipping around a little bit just to find the fun stuff. So they kidnapped homeless people to send them on dangerous time travel missions. I love this part of this 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 conspiracy because if you know the movie Twelve Monkeys, yes, um, that's kind of what happened. Like this post-apocalyptic New York City, this area, like time travel with like the dude that couldn't read. He was homeless in the aftermath of the disease and the outbreak. It's ah, uh, yeah. Oh, what foreshadowing! What great foreshadowing! <laughs> um. So one of the uh, su- after the success of the spontaneous object creation project, um, there was a side effect of this test that the flow of time was altered when top when objects were being materialized, um, and they appeared either earlier or later than they were meant to. So Montauk enters this third phase of research. Um, so they're focusing psychic energy, uh, and they're trying to open these time tunnels. Um, they're not like exactly structurally sound and uh, rather than send government researchers to certain doom, they started kidnapping homeless people to use as test subjects. Uh, <laughs> so they'd prep the men or women for their trips throughout time. Um, if they managed to return, they were expected to make a full report what they found on the other side. So they basically like took people that no one would miss. Just in case they didn't come back. Yeah. Well, that's a very smart thing to do in kidnapping folks. Right. And then also, like, if imagine if they, like, appeared in ancient Egypt and they're like, oh, yeah, well, like, you know, there's these planes and they fly and they're like, mm-hmm. you're fucking crazy. We're going to mm-hmm. sacrifice you to the gods because you're nuts. Right. Like, you're fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to sacrifice you to the gods because you're nuts. I, I, okay, I went extreme there, but I mean, I feel like hey, we're, we're talking about ancient Egypt. I feel like sacrifices were made for significantly less than that. <laughs> yeah. Yo, real quick question: Is that the motherfucking TARDIS? Where? Yeah. Okay, so we do this thing where, <laughs> so we do this thing where, um, I like draw a sketch during each show, and then we use it on the landing page for like each little, episode. Little doodle that accompanies the, uh, the show. That's pretty yeah. dope. Also, hey, what you know about Doctor Who? <laughs> Yo, because for real, for real, like, if you ain't, if, if you're not a Whovian, I'm going to take offense to you over there sketching the TARDIS because, like, we can fight. As a diehard, true life Whovian, like, I fought well, people I think what Sean's us. saying is that if you don't know who Doctor Who is, then both of his hearts would break. <laughs> um, I know a little bit about Doctor Who. A little who. bit, huh? So yeah. you're fronting. 
So you front. What? What? Fronting on my nigga. Why are you? <laughs> why are you being so aggressive? <laughs> I'm gonna need you to step back. I take my Doctor Who very seriously. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So, yeah, crazy stuff going on. Uh, obviously, the Montauk project it gets more and more crazy as uh, as we dig in the parallel universe, um, where where the Star Wars concept probably came from. Right. I mean, I was telling Sean earlier, like, to sum it up, it's basically, like, every conspiracy theory, like, governmental conspiracy oh, theory yeah, you nuts. can ever think of. And it's all, like... Balled up into one. For real. In and, one place. And, 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 yeah, if you if you look at these conspiracies, like, Stranger Things is wrapped all up in this, yeah. like... Oh, and by the way, subtle little thing. Uh, if you watch Stranger Things, which you, neither of you have, and you're both buttholes, but, <laughs> but the upside down. I will make time at some point. To watch it. The upside down uh-huh. is his, is in the past. Oh. If you look at the vehicles in uh, the upside down. Like the spoons. What? Like the spoons. What spoons? The, Nick was talking about the <laughs> spoons last episode. Spoons. And um, because when you look at your reflection in a spoon, you're upside down. Right, right. It's so a glitch like in the, the matrix. Spoons. And it's real easy for scientists to say, oh, it's because the spoon is bent that ch- it changes it, the perception of the light. And no, it's because it's a glitch circle. in the damn matrix. They forgot to program the spoons. That's right. the problem. Yeah. Well, you mad? Are you going to find a spoon? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> he is going to go find a spoon, and I. What like, are you talking about? Upside down and no damn I didn't, spoons. I did not believe Nick, and I was like, "Nah, this dude smoked way too much in his life." <laughs> oh, my <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's a good thing your child is not sleeping back there. You can't unsee it. <laughs> you can't unsee it. But like, I did it. I did it the other day, and I was like, "Oh my god, he's right." I know it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> but okay, man. Fuck this. They're watching, bro. All right, no. Hey, but like, but when you flip the spoon around, your reflection is correct. Yeah, but only if you flip it around. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But so yeah. Nobody holds a spoon like that. Son of a bitch. All right, that's really got me upset. Mm-hmm. They totally forgot all about it. It's a glitch in the program. So um, we have video in our second article. I assume yes. that I assume that because you said video included in the outline that you wanted to play the video. Well, I yeah, I mean it would be good, but also like I just wanted you because you know how sometimes you don't see it until you go through and you're like, oh shit, yeah. and then you're looking for the audio and. All right, so. <clears throat> This video is from Disclosed.tv, and Montauk Project Victim Exposes Time Travel, Mind Control, Conspiracy Theories, and Aliens. Excuse the uh, rough audio with the bassy tones. I'll try to EQ it out. The Montauk Project was a series of secret research projects conducted at Montauk Air Force Base on the eastern tip of Long Island. 
These experiments were the extension of the controversial Philadelphia experiments, in which the Office of Naval Research employed Einstein's unified field theory in order to make the USS Eldridge invisible to radar, whereupon it vanished from the time-space continuum. That was uh, that was the um, the scrolling text on top of the video. Yeah. For our listeners. Yo, this thing's loud as hell. So there's a uh, animation of a horse. <laughs> I hope that this is the right audio that I wanted because it. Um, oh damn! This is this video is an hour and a half long. No, there was a. <laughs> there was. Preston um, B. Nichols is a scientist and electronics engineer between 1970 and 1983, who's an assistant director of the research projects being conducted at Montauk Air Force Base. Duncan Cameron is a psychic trained by the NSA in the technique of virtual realization. He was a participant in the original Philadelphia experiment and subsequently a key participant in the Montauk project. Okay, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stop this. Yeah, but we're gonna put it on the landing page. But I am gonna I put really it on the wanted to page. watch the video until I saw how long it was. I'm gonna look. There's here's a ten minute one, the full interview between Eve Francis Lorgan and Andy Prejo. Yeah, that was the one I was looking that at. That one's ten but minutes. Andy Prejo, a survivor of the mind control tactics used in the Montauk Project experiments, shares insights and repressed memories about his experience at secret military bases. Andy Prejo underwent a program which used traumatic mind control and psychic power tactics similar to those used in the Montauk Project. In an interview with Eve Francis Lorgan. Andy Perro shared his experience with trauma-based control of the mind and the Montauk explorations in consciousness. He recalled sessions where he was tortured and put through shock treatments. This is done to have the ability to reprogram participants to do things they were not able to previous to the programming. They even show a picture According of Eleven from Stranger Things theories, in this clip. Mind control facilities are located all over the country. There is one in Rochester, New York, one in Paramus, New Jersey. Atlanta, Georgia, at Dobbins Air Force Base, and one in Montauk, Long Island at Dobbins at Camp Hero. Andy said that the mind control tactics used are similar to Silva mind control. He said that when under mind control, he was able to do whatever he was instructed to do. This included 200 push UPS for as long as a half an hour. Push UPS. He even lifted a 545-pound barbell and up to 1,500 pounds while under mind control at a training laboratory near the University of Rochester in New York. Okay, so I'm not going to go through this. Once again, we're going to put this on our landing page. You can watch what you what you can stomach at your own, at your own pace. Um, but I want to talk about what they're describing there. So under mind control, this 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 guy is, is claiming that he was able to do things that he would never have been able to do outside of mind control, like lifting an obscene amount of weight or, or whatever. And right. That, like, so <clears throat> the Montauk project at essence is this congealment of all these different conspiracies into one, but it really is all about the human mind and unlocking the capabilities of it. Um, because the way that they were able to harness this whole supposed time travel aspect of it was through, it was, it all started with the psychic abilities being enhanced by the chair. Right. So, you know, the power of the human mind and whether you believe in the Montauk project and the conspiracies that surround it or not, what is undeniable is that the government experiments to find out the limitations of the human mind. And they've got to be experimenting for a reason. What do they know that we don't know? 
What do they know that we're capable of that we aren't aware that we're capable of? There, there have been outliers. There have been people that have shown psychic ability. There have been uh, cases of accuracy that are kind of convincing. And hey, maybe these people do exist. Maybe mutants are arising. Maybe the X Men are here. I know. I remember. <laughs> I was telling you about my friend that works for the government. I asked him what he knew about the Montauk project and he just won't answer me. Right. <sighs> it's crazy. The stuff you don't know. So there's some, I can think of some ways you can get some information out of him. <laughs> yeah. You're probably not wrong, but it's not going to happen. So uh, then you don't really want to know. You're not ready, ready to accept the truth. <laughs> so, look, I do believe. Look, so I, I say this, and this is going to sound very arrogant of me because anybody who listens to my radio show knows that I'm a very arrogant guy. But <laughs> this, I don't say this out of arrogance. I say this out of like, so I don't think I'm some kind of superhuman. I don't think such things exist. But I definitely believe at some point there were experiments done on people, and I believe. So I, I, I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard a guy say once. And then it, it actually lined up with, you know who Stan Lee is? Yeah. Actually lined up with a, a theory of Stan Lee's um, when they revamped the the, the Cap, Captain America. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, the first Captain America was actually a black guy. It was actually a bunch of black guys because do you really think they were going to pump an experimental serum into a bunch of white guys before testing it on some coloreds? Right. Um. And I heard this old guy some years ago mm-hmm. rambling. Well, at least I thought he was rambling. Um, but since we're on a conspiracy show, we'll talk about it, you know. And he's like, uh, you know, he's like, why do you think? He said, you know, he said, do you think what? Do you think it was just slavery that you know made black people uh, on a whole like a more superior athlete? Like, do you do you really think it was just working in the goddamn field, or do you think they were testing doing tests on our people? Do you think that they were freaking, you know? Right. Um, and like, this isn't about race. This isn't a racial thing. But for anybody listening, I don't want this to be a racial thing. It's just a, a theory that I heard some years ago, and I'm on a conspiracy sh- uh, show. Um, but like, so I think about I think about statements like that when I think about like how many times my heart has stopped. Like, I had my heart stop in the hospital. Yeah. And like, they went to go get the adrenaline. They went to go get the defibs, whatnot. Like, I flatlined the whole nine. And then my heart restarted itself. Like the doctor said, it was the fucking most nuts thing. Um, he said it's not. It's like it's like you're not the first person to come like back to life. Like he said, you're not. You won't be the first person today. You like, yeah. You won't be the first person. I. You won't be the only person I see this week. It doesn't whose heart make, It doesn't make it any fucking less insane. Right. right. He's like, but I've never actually seen anyone's heart restart itself. Like without any help, without any adrenaline, without any defibs. Right. Like just restart itself. And I just laughed it off, like, you know, uh, haha, bitch, I'm alive. Right. Um, <laughs> You're not getting rid of me that easily. Um <laughs> But like it makes you wonder when I hear when I hear some of these some of these stories from people who've been through things, I think about like, you know, like I, I had a full stroke and they made me run on a treadmill. Like I was like three days later, I wasn't fully recovered. That's an exaggeration. Right. Um, but I was significantly more recovered. Like than I should be. Like uh, I know a guy who's never been sick ever a day in his life. Like I thought it was impressive that like how fast I recover from sickness and cold and things like that. But like, he's never been sick. Mm. Like ever. His motherfucker's got four kids. How do you avoid getting sick? Right. My youngest brings me something new from daycare every day. Like uh, and he's a white guy by the way. But like so like that's what I'm talking about. Like so maybe we never actually created the superhuman. Yeah. But, like, I, I do believe that there's a chance that, like, some of these extraordinary people that you hear about, some of these freaking, you know, these things 
that you see uh, so they tested on like a family member or something right. at some point right and like, then it mutated if you've ever seen yeah. me do my job like uh I'm 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 out of shape. I haven't trained in years. In years. Um not the way I should be. Um, but like can still go go fight six people simultaneously and be okay. Right. Like and maybe it's muscle memory. Maybe I'm looking too deep into it because I'm on a conspiracy show. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> like, like you're, you're looking for something else. Like, yeah. No, I'm gonna say it's a racial thing. How do we? Go? I just said it wasn't a racial yep. thing. <laughs> no, I'm going there. I'm going there. All right. So how 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 is you how are you saying it's a racial thing? Like you probably competed in a bunch of races, and that has made you stronger <laughs> over a period of time. Uh, extensive training. Oh boy. Oh goodness. Why? What did you think of it? <laughs> um. No. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Just chickens and cows. Um, we're gonna move into our next segment because we actually uh, we went a little longer on the Montauk stuff than I than I thought. But I, I like I said, I get really excited about this one because it really is. It's the conspiracy theorists, you know. It's the fun story. It's the one that has all the crazy stuff from the yeah. government balled up in one. So we're gonna go into our next segment, which is my favorite. I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna eat it. So I saw this on on the outline, <laughs> yeah, and I've been really, really excited because. Well, then you have to go get a mystery munchie. Oh, I I thought he was just so this. Oh, is, well, there's more. This is how this segment works, Sean. Because if you're unfamiliar, uh, Courtney, aka the Foodie Chick, um, brings in a delicious baked good that she has created, and uh, all of these baked goods are available. Uh, you just get in contact with Foodie Chick. 540 Foodie Chick on Facebook and uh, uh, reach out to her and she can make these delicious goodies. I don't know what this thing is. Uh, mm-hmm. It looks like a cupcake with a sunken in hole and it's been filled with something. It's not it at all. Um, it smells. It smells a little pumpkin y. Okay. Is it, is it pumpkin y? It's not, it's not pumpkin, but it's, no. but it's a close second to pumpkin. So while you guys are. Um, trying them and deciding what it is that you're tasting they are carrot cake cookies with a carrot cake butter in the middle so like that like um like jelly stuff is kind of like an apple butter but it's carrot cake flavored i was close I thought I was sitting over here smugly, like she must have forgot I've got a culinary degree, and I was still <laughs> wrong. <laughs> but um, I was close. <laughs> I would have never guessed carrot. No, even hearing carrot, like and trying to taste carrot, I don't taste carrot. I see. I try to trust, trust your nose. So your like, taste buds will deceive you. <laughs> I yeah, I tasted one. I tasted one before I filled it, and I was like, "Ah, eh, it tastes just kind of like spice cake." And I was like, "Well, let me make like this little like hole in the center and fill it with the carrot butter because I had carrot butter." And no, still not enough carrot. It's no, no, no. I'm not saying it's not enough carrot. What I'm saying is like it's not like. It doesn't taste like a vegetable. It doesn't taste oh, like... Oh, okay. It doesn't taste like a side of carrots from dinner. Right. Like, this is, this is a treat. Had, this is... Have you ever had carrot butter? No, I've never had carrot butter. This is this is entirely a new experience for me. Oh, have you ever had carrot so cake? Good. 
I have had carrot cake. None of it tastes like a side of dinner. Some of them, the carrot, the carrot flavor is a little overwhelming. Ah. And it tastes too much like the vegetable, like not so much. Like that means it was done impro- improperly. That, yeah, that's that, that's <laughs> kind of what I get, assumed. So do you guys like them for I, like a fall treat? This is a delicious fall treat. Okay, good. So you can find me on Facebook at 540FoodieChick. And you can also contact me in email, 540FoodieChick at gmail.com. I'm very impressed. Are you? So you know how snooty. All right. So Courtney, Courtney like cooks for a living. I retired from the culinary field because like many other certifications that I got, I just decided to stop using it once I had it. Um, probably going to do the same thing once I finish my real estate license. Like I'll have it and just not <laughs> use it anymore. Um, so I stopped cooking years ago uh, on, a, on like a broad scale, but I'm very snooty about my food because most times that I try things, I'm like, oh, I can do that better. <laughs> but like no like this literally has like put me to shame like this is oh, phenomenal sweet. thanks court like and like you really know the good. type of food snob that i am yeah like this this is phenomenal oh that makes me happy this this is i i don't think in my entire career um that i've made um, that i've made a carrot pastry close to this oh well very good so awesome and contact i for a foodie chick Yes. And get delicious, delicious desserts. And go back and listen to our old episodes and you hear all about some of the other tasty treats that I've gotten to experience. Um, to some some delicious, perfectly chewy brownies to a bit a, a, a beignet. The Plank Show <laughs> has tainted me because I was really expecting this segment to be much nastier. No, and this segment this, se- <laughs> this this segment is uh is unique and exclusive to this show, so there yes. will be no special baked goods for any other programming. <laughs> I have to decre- nobody else I have, gets I have decreed it. You have to you have to be a guest on Center of Infinity to experience the deliciousness of yes. the five for a booty chick. Yep, that's, that's that the is, rule. That is Otherwise. that is acceptable. I just I thought like when all right, so again, as the host of the plank show, um when you talk about he's gonna eat it and he doesn't know what it is, like I think of something entirely different. <laughs> like <laughs> You are terrible. So let's talk because we're running out the of time. Worst. We are running out of time, so let's get into the weird news. Weird news. So, Oliver the Human Z. Yes. So, in the 1970s... Oh, by the way, this article comes to us from Ripley's.com. In the 1970s, sideshow circuit audiences... Um, had the chance to meet Oliver, the chimpanzee, like no other. And and, um, they actually said that he was, they advertised him as the missing link. Um, He was said to have 47 chromosomes, which was one more than a man and one less than a typical chimpanzee. Um, Regardless of this ploy to sell tickets, Oliver was indeed different. He did walk upright and he seemed to have human-like characteristics. He even had a bald head. Um, yes, it is a possibility that a hybrid could exist. However, no one has ever seen a hybrid with a human. So after some extensive DNA testing oh, later no. <laughs> later on, um, it did say that he does share 99% of the same DNA 
with chimpanzees and hybrids are pretty common in the animal kingdom. But like I said, um, no one had ever seen them in humans and he does not possess any human chromosomes. So it did say that he ended up being full chimpanzee once they started running tests. But, but the idea right is the fun part right so imagine being a circus dweller in the 70s and seeing this thing a circus dweller a circus patron a circus goer <laughs> a circus goer is probably what I was trying to say. <laughs> um, and, uh. and seeing this 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 chimp this this deformed chimp looking like like a like a circus dweller like, yeah like right. a circus so, you know, there are still rumors of a successful hybrid. Yep. So there's a guy, evolutionary psychologist, Gordon Gallup, uh, recalled such an experiment to the sun, um, which isn't the sun where we get some of our other weird news. Yes. Uh, according to the story, scientists became concerned with ethical dilemmas of the offspring would bring up. So they allegedly killed it. They allegedly killed it in a panic. Uh, Gallup doesn't claim to have witnessed the experiment, but insists that another trusted colleague told him it was true. I believe that. I could. I totally buy that. That they create some hybrid, and they're like, "Oh, if this gets out, oh, we're gonna shit. be in trouble. We gotta kill this thing. We gotta shoot it. Yeah, shoot it. Take it out back. God knows I've done it. Look at the flowers, Lenny. <laughs> Look at the flowers. <laughs> Okay, so the next article comes to us from Mirror UK. And we just love these stories because they are always weird. Mutant potato. Yep. So a mutant eight kilogram potato has grown into the shape of a human foot. Doesn't that sound exciting? That's 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 it's a really big potato. It is a really big potato. Like its toes, the foot toes are the size of normal potatoes. And, and, and even then, shit, that's not what I saw in my mind. <laughs> Sorry. What did you think? Sorry, caught me off guard. Sorry. Right, foot, foot looking like potato. What did you Fuck. see? A picture of it? Cut it. Yeah, I showed right? him a picture. Of Cut it. it. Cut it. Cut it. Kill it. Make Kill it, it with fire. Make it not look <laughs> as such. I bet that was the. Blue ribbon winner at the state fair though this, for the, them. <laughs> the picture, the picture when it shows the guy's barefoot next to the potato. Yeah, it's like a Bigfoot foot. Like it it's, is. It's, no. it's super creepy, and it has six fingers. I am Groot. <laughs> I am. I am Groot. Looks am, like a Groot foot. I am Groot. I am potato. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, the next story comes to us from AOL.com, which, by the way, I didn't know still existed. This is so messed up. Um, a 20-foot-long hairy sea creature washes up on shore. Right. Sorry about that, y'all. 20-foot-long ha- 20 hairy sea creature. Yes. Um, it, it looks like a blob, like I'm watching the video, and it just looks like a like a... Like a worm, like a giant worm. Right. It's sort of like an unidentifiable sea yeah. creature, um, but it's covered in fur like a dog. Let me see. Like a long, um, kind of looks like a, a, sea, a giant sea cucumber. And they're like trying to cut into the side of it. Like, Is it dead or alive? Yeah, know. it's dead, I believe. What the fuck. But yeah, there was a in the video. There's a man that takes like a little knife out of his pocket and starts trying to cut away at the fur, which is kind of odd. Like, ah, that's <sighs> not that's not a creature. 
That's a buildup and accumulation of pollution. Hmm. Yeah, whatever it is, is whatever it is is <laughs> gross. But it's got hair. Is that like mold? It's not hair. It's mold. Hmm. Um. That's not good. So there, there is a head of science and conservation uh, that claims that the blob is a carcass of a de- large dead animal. It's just like being at sea made it look like that. It's oh, okay. Just, it's just really decomposed and. That's so it's not hair, it's like broken down muscle tissue and stuff like that. Right, and there's no tail or, or like, like it's obviously not the whole carcass, so it's probably a lot bigger than that, so it's probably, it was probably like, like it's probably like a really stupidly decomposed piece of a whale. Oh, okay. Like some killer whales attacked a whale, left that piece. But because yeah. it's decomposed, because of its decomposure and its incompletion, it's kind of completely identifiable. It's a Meg. Truly ident- and it, yeah, it's the Meg. It's the Meg. <laughs> Did anybody see that movie? No. no. Why would anyone see that movie? Shit. I want to see it. I, I did go see it. I was excited to see it. If yeah. you see that was before you watch an episode of Stranger Things, you're dead to me. Oh, um, my God. So, now like, I all I saw, Stranger Things. All I saw, and when I saw the preview for it, was like the transporter versus fucking a megalodon and i was like right awesome. and then fucking jason statham because so the, the transporter <laughs> like so like every time everything i see him in i'm like sweet it's the transporter like no matter what he's like that movie war i was like sweet it's the transporter versus Jet <laughs> Lee. i've waited for this for so long and i'm like bet he's gonna get that fucking megalodon on land and kick the crap out of it mm. transporter style winning and um uh, <laughs> Were you disappointed? Jaws. God damn it. Jaws the Revenge made more sense. All right. Well, it is. So now I'm just, I'm just going to wait now. I'm not <laughs> even going to go see it. God damn it. It is 9.55. So we are going to, we're going to call it a close because we do have a new show starting at 10 o'clock this evening. Uh, over, over, Overland Dreams is going to be beginning at 10 p.m. in just a few yeah. minutes. So we're going to, we're going to knock out of here, uh, but we're going to leave you with a headline. Um, hu- uh, human perfume. That smells like earth. An artist has made human perfume that smells like earth. That's, yes. That sounds not nice. That's going to wrap us up for this evening. Thank you for listening. This has been EK the DJ alongside Miss Courtney the Foodie Chick. Bye. And our <laughs> special guest this evening, Sean Bennett of The Plank. And you can catch The Plank starting in September. September 4th, baby. Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) Asshole.